0: Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick.
1: Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. I'm Monty Larrick, and this is David Smith, the executive director of the Illinois Family Institute and Illinois Family Action. And for this uh, broadcast of uh, Illinois Family Spotlight, we want to circle back to gambling and the impact that it is having in our nation. But right here in Illinois, we are really the gambling hub of the Midwest now. Yeah,
2: the tentacles are spreading far and wide, and there's not a uh, safe place in the state of Illinois uh, you can hide from it.
1: Gambling normalized here in Illinois. And Ken Darnell is here to talk about it once again. He has a biblical perspective on gambling. He's really gone deep and investigated this issue. And, you know, we talk about a biblical perspective. And as we mentioned the last time out, uh, the Bible really doesn't go directly doesn't into the issue. doesn't
2: outright prohibit. Gambling, however, uh, biblical principles would suggest that it is not wise, um, but even in fact sinful.
1: We talked about how gambling violates three of the Ten Commandments. Can refresh our memory?
3: Okay, gambling uh, violates the obviously the commandment: "Thou shalt not covet." Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Uh, and and thou shall not steal, which we kind of <laughs> made that one fit in there a little bit. And, and then it's a uh, the stewardship issue, the the addiction, work ethic, uh, love thy neighbor principle. It, it violates that. Uh, so the principle of good government? Go- yeah, the, it conflicts with the biblical role of government. Exactly right. Yes.
1: Well, one thing we didn't get to. Was it gambling usurps the sovereignty of God? Wow. Tell us.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, this one I came up with on, on my own. Uh, Genesis 1 says in the beginning God created. The word created, I'm not a scholar, but is B-A-R-A which means create from nothing. Okay, when that's God's, the Hebrew word. Yes. When okay. God spoke into existence from nothing. Well, when we gamble We put a quarter in a slot machine or a dollar on a horse. We're trying to create a million dollars. We're trying to play God and turn nothing into something. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say it usurps the sovereignty of God. Only God decides that, and and we can't. uh, So luck cannot determine (laughs) uh, those type of issues. So we're trying to play God when we gamble uh, from that perspective.
1: Amen. what would you say to folks who say, well, that's kind of a stretch, Ken?
3: I would say it is, but— <laughs> You would agree. <laughs> I would agree, but but if you stop and think and analyze, I mean, I sure. think there's some truth there. I think there's some truth there because we're, we're, the whole thing of gambling is we're avoiding—we're we're going to the world, get-rich-quick scheme yep. instead, of, instead of going to God, seeking first the kingdom of God, uh, and his righteousness, that's our, our goal, our pursuit as a Christian.
2: And, and what about the um, the principle of being content where God has you, too? Isn't, isn't it a sin of discontent? <laughs> Did, didn't God have some things to say about the Israelites who complained and murmured about being in the wilderness after being let free from slavery? They weren't content with their situation. And it seems to me this this actually speaks to the whole, um, you know, kneeling during the national anthem, too, is you're discontent with where God has placed you. No, no society is perfect. And of course, um, every fiscal, um, what, do you, what would you call it, social socioeconomic um, level is going to bring its own challenges to your family. So why are you discontent with God's placement of and use of you in your your job, your middle class lifestyle, um, your lower middle class lifestyle. You know what I'm saying?
3: Godliness with contentment is right. great. Is great gain.
2: Right. So, so we, what you're doing when you're gambling is you're saying I'm not content with what you've given me, God. Exactly right. I have to try to get more.
3: And I'm trying to get more the wrong way. The wrong way. Yes. Right. Not I'm by
2: working uh, uh, and not using my skills. In gifts that you gave me. I'm
3: trying to get it through luck, through right? chance, exactly right. Because
2: in yeah. Ephesians it says uh, that uh, God has prepared good works for us to walk in. Mm-hmm. He has prepared them. Mm-hmm. I, I doubt it if trying to make money on a slot machine or in a casino is the way God has called us to do that.
3: <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. Good point. You know, I, I think of uh,
1: some of our biblical figures. I, I don't recall any one of them being a great gambler. Uh, You know, Paul was a tent maker and David herded sheep. None of them were. And
3: Jesus was a
2: carpenter. And
1: Jesus was a carpenter. Not one of them a gambler that I know of.
3: (laughs) And Abraham, remember when uh, he went to rescue Lot and uh, they tried to give him all these possessions and he said, no, I'm not taking anything because I don't want it said that you made me rich. He said, God is my provider. Mm. So the world can't help the Christian The world can't hurt the Christian Amen. Uh, God's our provider And Abraham said that very plainly. I don't want this because I don't want to say the world made me rich mm. uh,
1: You know the, the Bible tells us what In 2 uh, Timothy uh, Not to be given to much wine Right uh, Can we carry that over to gambling Not given over uh, to much gambling Can I
2: bounce off of that Sure Alright so you know, I don't have myself a huge problem with the office pool, you know, saying, um, and <laughs> he's grimacing here, he's grimacing here, at, or the weekend poker game. What I have a huge problem is a public policy Christian is a Christian and is, is the government okaying an industry and then preying on citizens for the revenue. So tell me, why am I wrong saying... You know, the occasional football pool is okay.
3: Okay, again, this is personal. Amen. No, brother, okay, this brother, is personal. I'm probably extreme. No, no, give it to me. I've read a book one time called The Bible. Yep. <laughs> okay, and it said I'm
1: convicted already, Uh-oh. Dave.
3: <laughs> it said, We avoid the very appearance of evil. Amen. And, okay. And, and, and I know Christian do that, I'm not condemning them you open the door that's how addiction starts yeah yeah one time yep one time so i personally i will not you know enter a, lo- uh, a, a office pool or you know now uh, let okay. me
2: put your mind to ease we've never done it here at IFI oh. <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying i've been in in situations right. before where they've you know had office pools or or and in, i don't been think a would, weekend would poker go to pool. hell
3: for for doing that, you know, right. I'm not saying that. Right. But I'm saying, it, it, in this issue of gambling, it's so corrupt and so addictive. Uh, Geico is now offering a million dollars for the NCAA uh, pool if you fill out the brackets correctly. No kidding, a million dollars. No kidding. I mean, <laughs> wow. So I mean, there's everywhere you turn. It's just, Geico
2: now is getting into the game. Yeah. It's, oh it's, my it's gosh. crazy. So uh, even okay, e- even if my innocent participation. I could be a stumbling block to someone else.
3: Uh, that that is a great point. I, I, that's what Paul says plainly. Yeah. He says, I can do something if if, if it was my doing it, causing my brother to fall. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. So personally, I won't,
1: <laughs> I right. won't even I'm play. I'm I won't play cards. So I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I had an uncle, late uncle, that uh, he loved horses. Okay. Oh. He like loved My grandfather horses. did, too. Yeah. Oh. And he loved to watch the uh, sulky horses. You know what I'm talking about? They... Like the, they carry the little chariots. You know? Yeah, right, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Southern Illinois harness, harness, harness South. racing. Harness okay, track.
1: right. And he studied the horses. Uh-huh. Okay, uh, he 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 got publications that talked about the the uh, the jockeys. He knew uh-huh. the horses. He knew if they were a, a good horse on a wet track. Uh-huh. All this kind of stuff.
2: He made educated gambling
1: uh, picks. And, and let me tell, you, he watched the horses. And there were times when he he never even placed a bet. He just liked to watch Uh, the horses. I I think some people would say, "Well, you know, uh, I've studied up on this, and it's it's no more of a, it's not really gambling if I'm an informed gambler, let's say, or, you know, what if if I'm
2: counting the cards at the poker uh, table? Yeah, uh, or the uh, twenty one. What about people? What
1: about people who invest in the stock market? In that gambling?
3: My answer is no. Okay. I, yeah, there's risk. There's risk in the stock market, but it's not the, it's not prize money and chance. When I if I buy stock, I'm getting something for my money. Yeah. I could lose money. I could make money. But you're I, getting stock. It's not based on, it's not based yeah. on on chance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is risk involved, but I, uh, some people have, uh, call the stock market gambling. Uh, just personally, I don't. Okay. The, the other thing that caused me to think a minute when you said that now they're uh, doing these these biometric things on athletes to all these tests that they can program in the computer to predict future performance for betting purposes. What? what? How fast they move, all, all this stuff, and, and they're doing all this computerized stuff uh, to, to enhance betting on sports. I mean, this sports Ken, betting is just yeah. Ken, Ken, I'm, I'm, a a,
2: okay, you you know I'm I'm being surprised uh, almost daily <laughs> lately. Uh, but I just heard that they're they're taking bets on the corn f- coin flip. Oh yeah.
3: A oh, f- coin flip. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Every not just win lose. Every aspect. Who's going to make the first bet? Who's going to foul out first? Who's going to strike? I mean, it's unlimited. Wow. So It'll how many uh, strikes in a game? Strikeouts. You, yeah, you, can, you can bet during a game
1: on almost anything.
2: How many three-pointers?
1: Yeah, exactly oh right. And, and we're not talking just professional sports. Think about this. Anita Bedell with the Illinois oh, Church huh. Action was telling me they're betting on Little League games.
2: Are you kidding
1: me? <laughs> that sounds crazy, but that's what's happening now. We've gone gambling crazy. Sin is subtle and progressive.
2: And it'll take you farther than you want to go. And
3: keep you longer than you want to stay in. That's yes. right. Let me just read. This is off the subject, but you mentioned James Dobson yeah. Yeah. being part of this National Gambling Impact Study Commission. Yes. Here's what he said. Dr. Dobson, gambling destroys individuals, destroys families, destroys the poor, the young, the old. It destroys the fabric and morals of entire communities. Gambling is a cancer, eating away at America's soul. That's what Doctor Dobson said about well, gambling. He
2: brings a little bit of gravitas to the our conversation here today. Yeah. The, the good doctor.
1: Yes. And he said that several years ago. Several years ago, and in
3: 1999.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. look what's happening
1: now. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, we want to talk more about this with uh, Ken Darnell, who
2: with gambling exposed.
1: Gambling exposed. And he
2: is available.
1: Yep. To come speak.
2: At your youth group, your church, your um, your Christian school, I bet. I bet, I doubt if many public schools call I'd, you. I'd go. You would <laughs> yeah. go if oh you my would call. Oh, Lord, I'd go in a minute.
3: All right,
1: yeah. Bible <laughs> study, whatever you have. Uh, here's a phone number you need to make. 708-389-1127.
2: 708-389-1127. Oh.
1: Maybe uh you could come to a women's bible study ken would love to would love to Yeah, when we hear about more and more women becoming addicted on gambling that's right
3: slot machines especially yeah so so and,
2: and i'm concerned that this message gets down and i know ken does um to the children and grandchildren of our listeners um because you're not hearing this message preached from the pulpit we're not hearing about the biblical principles um, of you know even good stewardship of our resources.
1: Let's talk in about how it. gambling in the second half of Illinois family spotlight.
0: Sounds like a plan. Our words, said Jewish philosopher Abraham Joshua Heschel, create worlds. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with a point. Every other year, the AP updates its style book, a sort of dictionary meets rule book for journalists. New rules in this latest edition are an attempt to redefine the world. Don't use the term mistress, wrote the AP, for a woman in a long-term sexual relationship with and financially supported by a man who's married to someone else. Instead, use an alternative like companion, friend, or lover. Look, there's a reason that the Apostle James tells us that our words can start fires. The AP isn't trying to update spell check here. It's trying to change the way people think. Their not so subtle suggestion isn't to talk more softly about adulterers, but to remove any stigma from the practice altogether. But still, even our best attempts to redefine morality or reality, whether by the AP or anyone else, doesn't change anything. Right and wrong remain right and wrong. After all, the AP style book is not the Bible. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street.
1: Thanks for joining Illinois Family Spotlight. Monty Larry here, along with David Smith. Hello. And we're joined by Ken Darnell with Gambling Exposed. That's our topic, uh, all about gambling. Dave, before we uh, took a break, uh, i i don't recall ever hearing a sermon from a pastor, <laughs> any of my pastors, and I'm almost 65 years old about gambling.
2: But you've probably heard a, a message about tithing.
3: Yes.
1: More than once.
2: And gambling is going to affect how you're able to tithe, right?
3: You know, I I mentioned, excuse me, I mentioned I taught adult Sunday school class, and uh, two people in my class were addicts. I didn't know about it, but when I read their testimony, the one thing they said, we were unable to tithe. We were unable to give to the church because because they were fully invested. they, in yes. their addiction and, and so it does tie it does hurt the church uh, absolutely and does. most pastors don't even know it
1: yeah well they need to be preaching about this right Ken
3: well I would think that we the church's role is to teach truth from the pulpit yep and space something that's harmful that's harmful to to our, to our youth uh, somebody needs to get the word out
2: thank you Ken for doing uh-huh. this because it's it's vital that more people understand the biblical truths Uh, and principles of living our lives and how it applies to gambling. And we know, okay, with the expansion of gambling, they're planning a Chicago casino, a casino right smack dab in the middle probably Uh of the city of Chicago where they can – Get tourists to go to it. But, you know, it's not going to be limited to tourists, is it? It's going to be our southsiders, our westsiders, who are going to get there by public transportation. They're going to jump on the L. They're going to get on the green limousine. Well, it used to be called the green limousine. They're not green anymore. But the CTA bus and drive over and gamble their weekly paycheck away.
3: Yeah, it's not going to be a, a tourist attraction, uh, the research shows that Illinois casinos uh, yeah. mainly, mainly profit from Illinois citizens.
2: It will, and, and, and how is that? Okay, so if the poorest of the poor are chasing a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow that doesn't exist, uh-huh. right? Um, how loving is that of us as Christians to sit back and remain silent as this policy exploits and devastates family after family?
3: Yeah, love does not harm its neighbor. Mm. Therefore, love is a fulfillment of law. Amen. So, as a neighbor, we don't, we wouldn't sell a tainted product to a neighbor.
2: You, uh, you wouldn't uh, give them a sour tuna uh, fish sandwich. Exactly right. Yeah, well, uh, maybe to some of my neighbors. No, yeah. no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it doesn't harm. Yeah, it doesn't harm his neighbor. So, in gambling, gambling, you know, the average age for gambling twenty years ago was fifty. Okay. Now it's. 30. Wow. 30 years old. And it's going to
1: keep going. Well, you think about it. The ease of access. Online and kids are on their phones. Uh, boy, it's just going to get worse. What,
2: is it 18 to legal to gamble? Or is it 21? I think it's 21. Okay, 21. And... We've had gambling a long time in the state of Illinois, right? We started with, what, the lottery?
3: 74, the lottery.
2: The lottery. And that solved a lot of our issues that it was trying to solve, right, Ken?
3: <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, the lottery is supposed to bail out the schools. Bail out and, the schools. Uh, How are we doing with that? Uh, well, just check the Chicago school system. <laughs> uh, the money from gambling did go, some, did go to schools, but what the legislator did was they... They withheld money, Right. they didn't appropriate m- more money, so it wasn't more money to the schools. That's right. Uh, so it didn't help the schools. It, it, it's not an economic panacea. Nope. Uh, it never has been, and it's, it's only a, a something that profits the the gambling moguls. They make huge profits from it, uh, but the average citizen, uh, the state, the communities, uh, you can't gamble yourself rich. You and, cannot gamble yourself rich. And then in
2: 2009, rich. we authorized casinos, right? Was it 2009? We had 10 casinos authorized, or was it before that we
3: it's authorized before, the riverboats? Yeah, before that, it is yeah, is it, before that when you authorized 10 10 casinos, uh, in the state of Illinois, and that really helped us out it's too. Same right? same issue that Illinois. We, is one we don't of,
2: have any fiscal problems uh, anymore in the state of Illinois, right? Ken? Yeah,
3: Illinois is one of the five worst off economic states in the country. Well, and and a uh,
2: report just recently came out said we're the number one corrupt uh, state. In the nation, number one.
1: Well, let's talk about that. You, you you watch the movies, and it's the mob involved in these casinos. Mm. But but uh, is that the case, or that now is it just big corporations are running all this?
3: I'm not for sure. I, I know obviously there's still there's still that element, but but I think it goes far far beyond that now. Uh, you know, in the 1800s we had gambling, and we outlawed it because because of the corruption. I mean it's just outlawed no state could have gambling by 1894 because everyone tried it it was corrupt corrupt officials I mean it's on and on and the nature of gambling hasn't changed it's predatory it's parasitic it's exploitive uh, that's the nature of any type of gambling
2: yep and so so we're talking like Al Capone type uh, industry in the 1920s and 30s, right? Right. And, and even the Chicago Crime, what was that called? The Chicago Crime Commission. The, the Crime. Chicago
1: Crime Commission.
2: Has recommended against it because oh. of the tendency for corruption. And even today in modern 2021, we hear stories of politician after politician um, embezzling money and getting in trouble for their gambling debt.
3: Well, not, you know, that's that's very true, but in this recent Illinois vote uh, expansion of gambling, several of the Illinois legislatures have interest in the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. They have interest in there, and they're the ones voting on it.
2: So what do you mean by interest? They have
3: stock? They uh, have well, I don't know if it's stock or, or somehow a community. Campaign,
1: campaign contributions.
3: For, uh, contributions. Uh, for any kind of gambling to come to a community. Yeah. The legislatures receive some financial benefits yeah it, it cannot come to a community without that whether yeah. it's a casino whether it's an otb uh the, they get uh, the, the gambling industry says plainly we have the legislators in our pockets yeah that's their statement wow.
2: so can um wgn tv recently did an investigative report about some of the poorest communities on the south side of mm-hmm. chicago and um, some of these communities can't even afford their own police department anymore Mm -hmm. so they're dependent upon like cook county sheriff um, coming to um, patrol (laughs) Um, but i hear the mayors of these towns like dalton um, linwood uh, chicago heights um, harvey saying we want a casino because it will bring more revenue and help us what do you say to those uh, in fact, one of the mayors, the mayor from what I can't remember what city it was, but she said, "God is going to help us. He's going to give us a casino." What would you say to that, that mayor?
3: Well, I better not say what I really say. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Probably. Filter it out, there, Ken. <laughs> but, uh, filter it out. <laughs> uh, again, that goes to the deceptive part of you know, they. They promise, yeah, and and they, these legislators, you list come into your community. Yeah. here's what's going to happen. Yeah, a- everything's going to be, but. It's it's only it's, it's going to it, bring jobs Ken. It's, it's, the, it, 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 it's job transfer. It's not. It doesn't create jobs. Right. It's only jobs and it's low pay and high turnover jobs. Yep. They sell it to them based on economics. It's, it's going to be an economic panacea, but in reality, again, it creates more social cost uh, than That's it right. brings in. More uh, devastation. More devastation. More
2: foreclosures. And one of the reasons they did this investigative report on WGN. <laughs> was um, the number of foreclosures in vacant properties they're no longer collecting property taxes from. And it seems to me this is going to only exasperate the problem.
3: Uh, and the embezzlement, and of course ultimately ultimately the, the suicides.
1: Yeah. But can some of our libertarian friends would suggest people want to gamble, let them gamble. We're not the nanny state, okay? And to outlaw gambling is you know infringing on people's rights what do you say to that
3: well i say this there's a document called the constitution Hmm. it says the purpose of government is to provide for the common defense promote the general welfare welfare of its citizens to bring in a knowingly addictive product to a community is not providing for the general welfare. And, and accessibility inst- accessibility creates more addicts.
2: And that gambling impact study of nineteen ninety nine clearly lays out it does not promote the general welfare. In fact it does the opposite. It
3: does the opposite. And
2: so they're not listening to the guidance of those of that commission Back in 1999, they've they've totally ignored it. In fact,
3: well, that's the fact of frustration when Jerry and I would go to some county, uh, some town board meetings, and speak. We'd have these facts that gambling, you know, costs three dollars for every dollar. Uh, every compulsive gambler costs society thirteen thousand six hundred dollars, uh, and they look at you and they ignore it. Yeah, well, they like know the they know the facts, yeah. but. They uh, somewhere somebody they got care. somebody got to them.
1: They they legalize marijuana, uh, uh, even though the facts say the, this uh, is a dangerous product for young people, especially. Right. Just for the, uh, uh, they just don't look at facts. They don't care.
2: No, in fact, um, I remember say, uh, state senator. Um, well, he wasn't a state senator back then, but uh, state representative Darren Bailey asked the sponsor of the marijuana bill, Kelly Cassidy, um, doesn't this. Um, isn't um, the brain of young, uh, young men and women not fully developed until the age of 25? Uh, and she said, yes. And he said, D- doesn't marijuana hurt and cause brain damage that is uh, ir- um,
3: irreversible.
2: irreversible? And she said, yes, but so does alcohol. <laughs> so in other words, I don't care. That's the mentality. Mean, so, so, alcohol is the same thing because it's 21 and up, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, oh, we don't care that it's brain damaging 21 to 25 year olds. What?
1: Yeah. What? This ease of access. I'm wondering. You know, you can gamble online. You can go to uh, a truck stop and gamble. You can go to a restaurant and gamble mm-hmm. now.
3: I hop on a the bus, they'll take you there free.
1: Yeah. And is this going oh, that's to. That's another point. Eventually put casinos out of business they don't have to have the infrastructure for building and hire all these employees and etc it
3: it is already having a negative even the Illinois slot machines uh, has impacted the revenue from casinos but it's still gambling dollars (laughs) but uh, yeah the casinos are not hurting but the the revenue has decreased uh, because because of all slot machines local They're going, yeah, they're sitting there playing a slot machine instead of hopping on a bus.
2: Ken, you brought up the the, the, uh, issue of a bus, but I have to tell people I I did hear about a county who was busing senior citizens every Wednesday to the casino. Um, And this was taxpayer funding of, of the bus just to get them out there. I mean, just like they were going to the shopping mall. But that's how they were exploiting their senior citizens in this western, far western um, Five suburb.
3: Five minutes from my house, there's a bus stop I pick up every day.
2: And they go to the OTB? No, the take
3: them to the casino.
1: They, they take do. Them to the casino and they bring them back. Yep. Ken, you were a basketball coach in our last broadcast. We kind of talked uh, about this. But I'm concerned uh, that with all this uh, legalized sports betting that uh, – we're not far removed from a big sports gambling corruption probe uh, I, I'm worrying about the integrity of the game I want to be able to watch a game and know that it's not going to be fixed those,
2: Rose was just the t- tip of the, the yeah, iceberg yeah, yeah
3: those days those days are over matter of fact that's why for years sports gambling was illegal and now Major League Baseball has requested 1% revenue from the sports betting. To guarantee the integrity of the game, so they can promote the integrity of the game, which which <laughs> they open the door, they open the door to sports gambling, and now they're wanting because they know they know it's going to impact the integrity of the game. Uh, right now, four percent of college athletes uh, bet on their own teams. One percent of college athletes have been approached to to somehow impact the game. Shave points. Uh, shape I, did points. Not, I did not know that. I mean, and that's that's now. I mean, it's <laughs> those numbers are going uh, to
2: the, the pressures are going to increase. The pressures
1: are going to increase. Yeah. I mean, you, you think of wow. the uh, the officials at an NFL, during an NFL game or a college football game. Someone from the gambling uh, conglomerate has talked to an official, say, "Well, if you could throw a flag here and there, uh, we could change the outcome." And you we never could do, know. You never know. Deal with the spread here. You know. Uh, yeah.
3: You right. never noticed it. And you try to listen to ESPN these days. You can't watch ESPN because all they talk about is point spread, over and under. Right. Uh, I used to love to you know, watch their program, but now it's 90% about gambling. About gambling. Oh about my gambling. Gosh. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. yeah you, I, I'm a, a big baseball fan, and I love the stats home runs, RBIs, uh-huh. earn run average, innings pitched. Uh-huh. Sure. I, I don't want to know about what's the over under and all this. Uh-huh. And they're ruining the game. Big time, big time.
3: Yeah. Yep. How can you enjoy a game if you got money on it? All
2: right. So, you know. <laughs> bottom line here is we need to teach these biblical principles in our churches and to our children and to our grandchildren, so that they can avoid the snares of addiction. Gambling addiction is very real and will cause devastation and a lot of hurt in your family. Ken, any final thoughts?
3: Yes. Let me just say, end by saying this. By gambling, Christians support an industry that does the following. It uses exploitation, involves predatory actions, assumes parasitic qualities, it breeds addiction, it causes corruption, it thrives on deception, and it defies many biblical principles. So anytime you put your money on any type of gambling, that's what you're supporting. That's the industry you're supporting.
2: So it would be wise for Christians to stay away from supporting such an industry.
3: Abstain from all appearance of evil. Amen. Thank
2: Dave, you, Ken.
1: Dave, I'm convicted. I am too. <laughs> uh,
2: I, you know, I'm not going to have those thoughts about lottery tickets anymore. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, I, you, I know. Seriously, I haven't gambled uh, in uh, 40 years. Well, oh. let's see, no, no, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. So uh, uh,
1: I got to admit, I'm tempted. I say, well, you know. Uh, that mega power ball if i won that uh, look fantasize. at all the good causes i could give to we all to. fantasize yeah. about that i mean yeah. they
3: just throw it out there it's just you know well you know i you know
2: it's it's okay so i'm going to be honest again with <laughs> my brothers here um, you know every once in a while you just say god you know whether it's here at ifi huh. or my personal life huh. yeah you just don't know how much good i can do you if you just huh. give me you know <laughs> you know x amount of revenue you know for the organization or for my family i can sow seeds and i can promote good and i can yeah. you know um but that's again being discontent yes. with the what the lord has given us and he says what be faithful with a little and i will
3: you make you ruler over r- r- many over much yeah, there
2: you go can and you so the, the key is be faithful where you are
1: yep ken close us out with a good biblical perspective
3: Okay, the bottom line is the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some have coveted after, they've erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Mm. Addiction, bankruptcy, crime, divorce, on and on and on are the results of, uh, of the greed involved in gambling.
2: Yeah, we didn't even use the word greed here yet today.
3: Uh, and that's what... Motor, that turns the wheels of gambling.
2: Yeah, it, it ties also into discontent.
3: Yes, oh, you know, greed China. and
2: discontent are You know, connected at the hip.
3: Ken,
1: thank you so much <laughs> for kind of opening our eyes about uh, yep. gambling, uh, convicting me. Uh, thank you for that, and um, boy, well, thanks keep Lord. up your work. Thank uh, the Lord. Gambling exposed once again. Tell us about uh, how people could uh, get in contact with you. If bring you in to speak or uh, our friend what's Gary? that phone number again 708-389-1127 708-389-1127 yes Excellent. let me ask you this if someone has a gambling problem could they yeah. talk to you
3: yeah, uh, my buddy Jerry uh, does a lot of counseling. He is an excellent con- resource for this, yes.
2: Yeah, he's part of Gamblers Anonymous. Uh, Gamblers
3: Anonymous, yes, and he receives a lot of calls, uh, and he's a, uh, he's, yes.
2: All right, uh, and he comes at it with a Christian perspective.
3: Very much so, very much so, but he would really be a great resource. Wonderful.
0: And I,
1: I'm, I'm just assuming that maybe uh, one, two, maybe a handful of our listeners for this uh, podcast, <laughs> oh. have a gambling problem. They're Christians, but they're tied up in this. They're, the Satan has ensnared them in this. And there's help there. Oh. And Ken, uh, listen, you're uh, a part of that solution. Amen, absolutely. Uh, thank no, the Lord. He, I've got
2: a friend, actually, who I oh. know. Oh. Um, his testimony in Christ is that he was addicted to um, hard, hard drugs, hard drugs, oh. and all these other things. And, um, and the, the Lord changed his heart. He got sober, he was an alcoholic, he was uh-huh. a cocaine addict, all these things. Um, but he he had two left to overcome. One was cigarettes uh-huh. and one was gambling. He loved his um, uh-huh. his lottery tickets, his scratch-off tickets.
0: Yeah.
2: And he, but he admitted to me when we met, which was interesting, uh-huh. God's gonna get me on these two.
3: Well see, uh, the re- research shows that of all the addictions, drugs, alcohol, Gambling is the hardest to, to kick. To yep. kick.
2: Really? Even more than, like, cigarettes? More
3: than cigarettes, more than drugs. Now, this is from people who have been addicted to all, all three. Wow. Gambling is, by far, they say, the hardest. Oh, there you go. I,
1: I can see yeah. that. And I can see why, you know, a lot of athletes are addicted to gambling. They get out of the sport, you know, when they retire. Michael Jordan. And they're addicted to winning.
3: Well, Michael, oh, yeah. Uh, Michael yeah. Vick had, had the dog... Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. The dog well, fight yeah. these rings. And, uh, yeah, that's check, all about gambling. Chet Forte, remember the old uh, sports analyst? $10,000 a day gambling habit. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? $10,000 a day. Wow. Wide world um, of sports.
1: No kidding. Oh, my. Do give Ken a call. And 708-389-1127. Gambling exposed. Dave, our Worldview Conference coming up May, May 22. Yep downstate
2: in collinsville illinois come on and join us especially if you live in southern illinois and uh join us for the day it'll be saturday between 10 and 3 uh at at revived church pastor miles holmes church and uh we're going to take on that contentious issue of critical race theory
1: oh my oh my you can go to our website illinoisfamily.org click events Get the details right there. We're All still
2: we're still working on at the rec- at this recording some of the details yet. So
1: okay, we're going to get that ironed out, yep. folks. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, do support the work of the Illinois Family Institute, Illinois Family Action. Go to our website at illinoisfamily.org if you'd like to help out. And please tell your family and friends about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, stay safe, stay active, and God bless.
2: And don't gamble.
1: Amen.
0: For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback@ifiaction.org. at